Good morning. I'm Earl Stewart. I welcome you to Earl Stewart on Cars, a live talk show all about how to buy, lease, maintain, or repair your car without being ripped off by a car dealer. With me in the studio is Nancy Stewart, my wife, co-host, and a strong consumer advocate, especially for our female listeners. We also have Rick Kearney, an expert on how to keep your car running right. I dare you to ask a question that Rick can't answer about the mechanics or electronics of your car. Also with us is my son, Stu Stewart, our LinkedIn cyber space through Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope. Stu is also the Spymaster Director of our Mystery Shopping Report. He dispatches our secret shopper weekly to an unsuspecting South Florida dealership. And now, on with the show. Good morning, everybody. Well, we're back. All of us are back. We got Stu, and we got the whole crew here. Rick Kearney, Nancy Stewart, Jonathan Canner. We're in the studio here in North Palm Beach, Florida, and we're raring to go. Um, I've been in this business a long time, as most of you regular listeners know, and I have never been through an era like this, relatively short era, of revolution in the automotive business. It's going crazy. Uh, we just had a, I mean, this is even a minor event, UAW strike. I missed that. I didn't think it was going to happen, but it did, the big three. And uh, we can talk about that this morning. It's going to affect some people. Not as much as you might think, in my opinion. Uh, This whole electric vehicle revolution is just absolutely... uh, I know a lot of you folks out there are still of the mind that it just ain't going to happen. I mean, uh, cars are cars, and combustion engines are are really good things, and they've been around a long time, and they do a great job. And you're right about all that. But I'm telling you, electric vehicles are coming, and we have got uh, a lot of evidence... Uh, to prove that. So uh, we'd love to hear from you. You know, we can sit here and talk, and we do talk too much. I do. I know that. And uh, we prefer to hear from you. It's important that you uh, have your views be told. Uh, you can either do it you know, by calling the show, or you can text the show, or you can do it online, Facebook, uh, YouTube. We've got a lot of ways that you can contact us. And that's what makes the show. It's very tempting for us because we love to talk. Uh, and there's all sorts of good new things to talk about. But really, your questions are what the reason the show exists. Uh, if you didn't have questions, we wouldn't have a show. And we have some extremely um, articulate, intelligent uh, folks out there that are regulars. We love to hear some new folks, too, because there's, uh, we, we get into a, a rut. I think I had a tap on my shoulder. If it wasn't accidental, we'd probably have a caller. Is that true? No, it was accidental. <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> hey, nothing like live talk. No. Everything, everything is just off the cuff here. And uh, I thought Nancy had tapped me because what we do if we have a call is we stop. And uh, if we're talking about something else, we, we go to the call, the audio telephone call. Let me make that clear. And that telephone number, you might want to make a note of this, that telephone number to call the show is 877-960-9960. 877-960-9960. We like those calls. Uh, they're just uh, more interesting. And they're more human. Uh, they're more, I don't know what the word is, but uh, live radio is exciting. Then we have the text number, which is 772-497-6530. at 772-497. 4976530. I'm a texter. Uh, I, I I actually get a lot of 
live phone calls personally and business-wise, but because I get so many, I prefer text. Because with text, you cut to the chase, uh, you express your view, and uh, you know you can play with it a little bit. Be sure you get it exactly right. That's that's my mentality. I like text. So if you're if you're like me and you just want to get your thought into the show and answered, it will be likely answered. Uh, Stu Stewart accumulates those during the show, and if we're talking on the phone or doing something else, uh, we, we can archive that during the show. And we get to almost all of our texts. I will I'll say all of our texts usually during the show. With two-hour show, we're on from 8 a.m. until 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, right here in North Palm Beach, Florida. So uh, Texas at 772-497-6530. And YouTube, I mentioned that, uh, youtube.com forward slash Earl on Cars. Uh, check that out. Rick Kearney, who is our certified diagnostic master technician, he watches that. So he sees the post right away. And he can... Oops, just got a real tap on the shoulder, not accidental. Hey, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to go right to the phones as we have uh, several calls backed up. I want to thank you for joining us. We're going to go straight to Lance, and uh, he calls us from Tennessee weekly. (laughs) Good morning, Lance. What's your song this morning? Well, it's a good song. Um, It may be a big hit. I'm not sure. But uh, all we're talking about text. You know, up here in the hills, we text one day and get it to make in about three weeks. So I text. We're having a little problem hearing you. It sounds like you're going in and out, Lance. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Yeah, that's a little better. Yeah, you're kind of a. Um, are you on a regular phone or a uh, car phone? Car phone. Can you hear me better now? Yeah. Very, yeah, yeah, very yeah. well. Thank you. Coming through. All right. I, I'm sorry. And I just saying that uh, you were talking about texting. You know, uh, up here, we uh, if you text one day, you will get it in about two weeks. Still don't. <laughs> he, he said when you text one day, you'll receive it two weeks later. <laughs> Wow, how'd you hear that? I thought you said Texan. Well, I'm, I, I listen to engines. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Oh, I, I tuned in just a little bit late. Has anybody talked about the auto workers strike? Not yet. It just came up uh, just briefly uh, as Earl was kind of touching on how crazy the car business has been and actually describing the uh, UAW strike <laughs> as um, as a minor <laughs> thing compared to some of the well, sites. Here, here, here. Let, let me clarify that. Lance, it's, obviously, it's the news of the day. Everybody's excited about it. First of all, uh, the General Motors Ford and Stellantis, a.k.a. Chrysler uh, Jeep uh, dealers, have a lot of cars. Uh, uh, the, the average uh, big three dealership has over a 60-day supply of cars. So my guess is they anticipated the possibility of this, and they built their inventory up. So at, uh, right now, the question last week that I missed, I said there won't be a strike. Uh, I said, should I buy a car right away before the strike happens? Uh, and I said, no. I'm right that you shouldn't have bought a car right away right. because there are plenty of cars in the big three inventories. Now, if you want to buy a uh, Japanese, uh, Asian car, Korean, Japanese, uh, you got a different problem there. So uh, they did strike, fortunately for the buyer, they struck the manufacturers that have the most cars in dealer stock. 
Well, uh, I can't let the morning pass away this morning without a little quick business. Okay. We're ready. Well, if you want to talk cars, buy or sell, meet call on Earl. And he's uh, he gets up early just to get the news call on Earl. <laughs> oh, lots of friends, you bet. Good advice you'll get. Earl Stewart on cars. You know, you know Lance, I, I would like to ask your permission to take the a podcast and use that in our marketing. I think we need a better quality audio. Well, yeah, we'd have to clean it up a little bit. But right. yeah, we can do that. Like yeah, a, AI can do that. So is it okay if we put if we run that as a, as like a Earl on Cars uh, advertisement? Oh, I, you can run it in any place, but please make sure you run it in some real good popular beer joints. <laughs> okay. Thank it's a, you, Lance. It's a promise. Thank Have you. a great day. Thanks. You too, my friend. Thanks, Lance. 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. Don't forget your anonymousfeedback.com. I have a whole lot more to share with you, but we're going to stay with the phones. We have several calls backed up. We're going to go to Bob in Lake Worth. Good morning, Bob. Welcome. Hey, good morning. Uh, I think Mr. Earl kind of hit on my subject also. I've been in i've been in the market for a used car i've been waiting for the prices to come down so now i've got one hundred ninety-two thousand dollars. i mean one hundred ninety-two thousand miles on my 2010 uh, wow. genesis wow. should i just keep waiting or is it time to pull the trigger i'm hoping i'm getting a sticker shock on used cars well you know they're coming down much slower than uh, new car prices are and uh, the reason is a real shortage of uh, used cars because of the uh, lease situation uh, the, the leases dropped way off, and there are not a lot of lease comebacks, which were a major source of cars for dealers. So, uh, I, I wouldn't recommend. Um, I, th- I think uh, you just got to shop. You have to look at buying a car uh, cost from uh, from two standpoints. One is you you. Uh, you're depriving yourself of something you want and need. So uh, I would say shop around carefully, and, and you can find yourself a good buyer in a used car. I'd look, I'd look at consumer reports. I'd find a, a good car you know, based on safety and reliability, uh, economy, and uh, shop around. And I think you can get yourself a good buy. Used cars depreciate anyway less than new cars. In normal times, if, if you can remember back when times were normal, uh, I always recommended that a used car is a much better value than a new car. So uh, I would say yes. I would say shop around carefully and find a car that's, that that not only you like but Consumer Reports like and, and uh, go ahead and, and make the purchase and take your time. Two or three weeks uh, serious shopping, you can probably find a good buy. What do you think about, um, what is it, off-lease going out? Do you think that's going to change the market anymore with those cars coming on or not? Uh, there, we, we talk about them a lot yeah. on this show, but uh, you know we got to remember we're international now. There's only I think uh, six or seven off-lease only uh, locations, or they're only in Florida and Texas. Uh, they were a big factor in Florida. I would say they're second biggest to CarMax, but only on the state they're in is Texas. So if you're in Florida. Uh, it'll have a temporary effect, a temporary effect but remains not, to be seen. <laughs> yeah, not much. 
We'll see because we'll we'll know that every used car manager in South Florida used off lease only as um, as an excuse for why business was so bad. And so if business gets better, you know, we'll let you know. <laughs> Thank you so much. Hey, have a great day, guys. Doc, thanks for your help. Bye. Thank you, Bob. Eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty. And ladies, you can win yourself fifty dollars this morning uh, by giving me a call. First two new lady callers, fifty dollars. Uh, maybe you could share with me how you negotiated uh, for your vehicle, uh, whether you went with used, lease, whether you went with new by purchasing it. Uh, but it's a, it can be a whirlwind experience out there. So give us a call at 877-960-9960. And we're going to go to Bob in uh, Lake Park. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, everyone. How's everyone this morning? Good morning, Bob. Uh, yeah, welcome back, Stu. Thank you very much. I see our friend uh, Terry Tyler just purchased the Nissan dealership on Blue Heron and I-95, and now he has three of them in all the same general vicinity. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, I was wondering, uh, the manufacturers don't have a problem with that. I, th- I think his dealers do a pretty decent job, meaning volume. Uh, the dealers. You know, I, the manufacturers don't care about how dealers sell cars. Now, I, I know I'm upsetting a lot of people because, especially in the manufacturing division, probably in the distribution division, but they pay lip service to we want honest, transparent dealers. Uh, the, the name of the game with manufacturers is how many cars does the dealer sell. Terry Taylor's dealerships sell a lot of cars. In fact, I'm going to show up for people that are streaming us. I, I copied this out of Automotive News. Uh, Terry Taylor just bought a, uh, a ski cottage in Aspen, Colorado, uh, uh, $76 million. So that, that's how good Terry Taylor's business is. It looks like uh, the Palace at Versailles. Yeah. Right. So, I, mentioned that last, I mentioned that last week. You said that he won a big lawsuit against Mercedes. Yeah, that's how yeah. he got his first $200 million. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't know what he's worth. A very secretive guy. He's like, yeah, remember, it's hard to, you remember uh, Howard Hughes, uh, you know, oh, billionaire? Yeah. Uh, he's kind of like an automotive version of Howard Hughes. He, nobody knows where he is, what he does. What he looks like. What he looks like. <laughs> and he, he names all his dealerships something else. And you, uh, uh, Stu has done a lot of research because we mystery shop some dealerships a, a lot, as you know. And a lot of times we know who owns it. We and, it, and we get a Terry Taylor dealership. We can't find out yeah. who owns it. I'm, I always try to find out who the owner is, and it's like it, usually it's like a day long process to yeah. find out. He, he hides. Uh, so it's very unusual for billionaires and multimillionaires to be so secretive. But he he is. I don't. Some people are just like that. As a matter of fact, I have, for those who haven't heard the story, Terry Taylor uh, got a, a you know a few hundred million from from uh, Mercedes uh, many, many years ago, uh, 40 years ago, 30 years ago. And uh, because he got uh, punitive damages on Florida because they refused to allow him have a Mercedes open point. I, the reason I know the story so well is my attorney, his name is Jim Adams, he also retired to Lake Tahoe because he got 40% of the, uh, of the judgment. So, uh, so it created two multimillionaires, my lawyer and Terry Taylor. And they both retreated to like ski resort towns and <laughs> bought mansions. <laughs> So he remains a mystery man, Bob. Uh, right. Do you have well, anything else to the, share uh, with us? Uh, yes. I, 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 on your website where you have the grades, 
Has there been any thought on putting the dates in on when these dealerships were, were shocked? Yeah, we, you're right. Um, we talked about um, something similar to that because that's the most recent uh, shop. That's the greater the most recent shop. And you're right, it's not dated. We were thinking about going back, but this would be a very difficult process and like calculating a grade point average because it changes. You know, you're, that each yeah. mystery shop is just a snapshot in time, and we could have probably gone back the next day and, and it maybe been better or worse. So um, right. it would be a, an undertaking. But um, what you can do is um, on the same page, uh, when you link over to read the actual mystery shops, they're all dated. Um, oh, okay. So if you, if you, you, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to do. You can do like a little command, you know, control F or command F right. uh, search function. Uh, right. Once you get to the, then you can find them instantly if you just type in the dealer's oh. name. And I just, I happened to see one of the new Toyota crowns. Yeah. Believe it or not. And it was not too far from your dealership down on North Lake and US 1. Mm -hmm. And it actually looked pretty nice from behind. Yeah. I thought it was a pretty nice looking vehicle. I, I didn't really care for the profile on it. I, they did something on the side there. They put some of this black gloss yeah, trim, trim. Yeah. on the sign, which had, to me, I, don't, I never really care for that on any right. part. Yeah, I saw like some of them have that, like and then some look a little bit more ordinary. I, I like the ones that are a little bit more ordinary. Is that, is that hybrid, that car? Or is yes. That just a, a, it is. Yeah, all of them are hybrid. Was that yesterday you saw it, Bob? Um. You got my, yeah, uh, could have been yesterday. Might, might have been Earl and I driving the uh, yeah. Crown, which I was pretty I, I, impressed with. I lost, it, uh, I lost another the tire analog. in my Tesla. <laughs> oh, so that, was, we put you in a Crown? Yeah. Okay. No, Jay, red, Jason Lady one. thought it would be a good idea yeah. because of my Avalon and wanting yeah. to maybe test drive the yeah. uh, so, Crown. Uh, but, Bob, well, it, uh, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, they're all hybrids, yeah. and then Toyota is coming out with one uh next fall uh spring called the crown signia which is yet another suv <laughs> look but it's gonna it's a very it's a luxury suv so oh all right because i saw they i saw toyota said they were going to build something for one hundred and seventy thousand uh, mm. dollars. Know, <laughs> didn't sound like a toyota that, but... uh, that might have been yeah. the century uh yeah did, did you read about that something. in the newspaper i saw it somewhere yeah just recently toyota yeah this past <laughs> week yeah, that's yeah. Uh, th uh, the uh, century is for the uh, royalties, and they're making it available for us. Bob, it was great talking to you. I've got <laughs> yeah, some calls backed up. Is it okay. for the emperor? I, Enjoy the show. I just, thank you a, very much. Have a great day, and happy new year to all my Jewish friends. Happy new year. Happy Rosh Hashanah. Happy Rosh Hashanah. 5,022, right? I, th I think so. Are you sure it's not 23? Okay, ladies, I we have uh, $50 for the first two new lady callers. $50, share your experience uh, with us, or just give us a call to say hello. Uh, I believe that? that I lost a female caller, oh, no. and if you'll give me a call back, I'll take your call right away. We're really backed up. We're going to go to uh, New Jersey uh, for a first-time caller, and that is uh, Eileen, I believe. Did I pronounce your name correctly? Yes, hi, you did. Good morning. Welcome. Good morning. You won I yourself $50 this morning. If you'll stay on the line when we're finished talking, you can speak oh, to Jeremy, good. and uh, he'll get your contact information and give it to me, and I'll get you that check for $50. Congratulations. Thank you. What can we do for you this morning? Um, I was recently in Florida, which is how um, I got to the radio show. I was purchasing a condo with my husband, 
And we're trying to figure out whether we should um, have a car down there or not. Like, I'm worried about leaving it for stretches of time. What are your opinions on that? Ah. Well, it's a good idea if you if you do have your uh, purchase a vehicle and it's the second car down here in Florida. You know, there's a lot of precautions that you can take to protect it. So it'll start uh, when you get in it if you've left it for a certain amount of time. And uh, Rick probably has some good advice. Um, the really difficult thing is, fi- if it's possible, is finding someone that can drive the car for you just a short distance while it's kind of sitting a lot. And if not, okay. uh, the best device is a battery tender that can either plug in the wall or use like the solar charger style that will help keep that 12 volt battery charged up. And uh, uh, Eileen, I, I know from uh, experience, uh, and as a matter of fact, just recently, uh, I had to have my Avalon towed. Uh, my battery was dead, and uh, I live here all year round, but it's really important what Rick said. That's probably the most important aspect of the whole, you know, plan that you have, and that's getting someone to take the car out and drive it and give it that exercise. Okay, and that the battery tender, is that just at, like, a normal automotive parts store? Yes. Uh, you can get them on okay. Amazon, Walmart, just about everywhere. What do they cost, Rick? Uh, they can go anywhere from thirty to thirty-five dollars up to bad. eighty, ninety dollars. Oh, not a bad investment then. Not no, too bad. Not at all. It's a, it's a good thing to have, and uh, it's even better if you use it, which I didn't. <laughs> uh, okay. So thank you for uh, helping us build this platform here for the ladies. We're an important of part of this you. industry. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Eileen. Okay. Stay on the line. Uh, we, uh, the call didn't come back, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, let everyone know that we do have a, a dog this morning, uh, and uh, later on in the show, you know, you'll see the video. He, um, his name is Max, and he comes to us via video uh, from Big Dog Ranch Rescue, and uh, you can go to Big Dog Ranch, uh, www.bigdogranchrescue.org, and you can take a look <coughs> at uh, Max, who is a uh, yellow Labrador, and uh, he's uh, seven years old, I think. Yes, he's seven years old, and uh, you can you can view all of the dogs that are up for adoption, and she's uh, what a what a great organization uh, they are out there at Big Dog Ranch. If you haven't had a chance to go out and take a look around, geez, it's, it's really worth your while. Uh, so, uh, and then we have our mystery shopper coming up uh, from uh, Schumacher. So, uh, my young lady didn't call back. So we're going to go back to uh, we're going to go to Stu or Rick if you have oh, yeah. anything for us. Well, we always have Anne Marie's uh, text waiting as soon as I log in, and the first one I always see is Anne Marie because it's in alphabetical order. Actually, no, she sends the first text. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Anne Marie says, "Good morning. I'm hoping you can solve a mystery for me, or at least give a good guess at an explanation." I was driving down the interstate interstate the other day when four brand new pickup trucks passed by me. None of them had tags. Not a temporary tag. Not a transporter tag. Not a dealer plate nothing these were showroom fresh vehicles identical make and model just different colors i have no idea what brand they were 
Ways did not indicate that there were any police in the area, so presumably the trucks were not stolen or undercover. Uh, number one, do you have any idea of what was going on? Uh, number two, do dealers or distributors ever drive brand new vehicles from place to place without any tags or license plates? Just wondering. I have two hypotheses, the only ones I can think about, because I read this about five minutes ago. Um, one, they were taking a chance and risking it because it was a short drive, or two, it was an oversight and then somebody screwed up and didn't put plates on it because I cannot think of any situation from manufacturer, fleet transfer, um, any, anything where, where you're driving a vehicle on, on the roads without a license plate. That would be and illegal. I, I think what happens is the, uh, the cops in the vicinity of car dealerships are so used to seeing salespeople yeah. And, and customers having demonstration drives, that it's not worth their time. Uh, you yeah. know, they, and, and, and the problem is, there's such a high turnover in car dealerships that once they explain it to one salesman, the next one is gonna do the same thing. So if, if you're, uh, it's kind of bad for the dealers because if you are a thief, you can hop in a car right. and, <laughs> and be driving off. as long as you to get, don't, hey, don't get too we, far from automotive road. Out? What, do we have a delay here or I'll just told all the car thieves and yeah. <laughs> how to do it? Exactly. Um, it sounds more like a dealer trade, um, having you know three brand new cars on an interstate dr driving together. So it sounds like somebody was uh, you know, ground stock trading uh, between dealerships and they forgot to put the plates on. That's my guess. Okay, we're going to go back to the phones, and we're going to talk to Connie, who is uh, calling us from Central Florida. She's a first-time caller. Welcome to the show, Connie. Hi. Thanks good, for taking my call. Good morning, Connie. Uh, you won yourself morning. $50 this morning, and right. when we're finished speaking, um, if you would stay on the line and give Jeremy in the control room your contact information, he can pass it along to me, and I'll get that check out to you. I want to thank hey, you thank for you helping us build the uh, female audience, and uh, it's uh, off to a great start this morning. Thank you, Connie. What thank can you. we do for you? Thank you very much. Uh, yes, I have a question for Rick. I just bought um, a 2023 Toyota RAV4 Hybrid, and it now has almost 6,000 miles. And I've read that the first oil change is at 10,000 miles now. Isn't it supposed to be 5,000? Nope. What should I do? Uh, your first tire rotation is due at 5,000 miles and first oil change at 10. Okay, so what happened to the old five, every 5,000 or six months <laughs> oil changes? Well, that... synthetic oil happened. With synthetic oil, oh. it's every 10,000 miles. So you still come in every 5,000 miles for a tire rotation and then every other tire rotation you're getting an oil change as well i see so it doesn't in any way reduce the longevity of the car i plan to keep it until the wheels fall off not at all oh. probably probably lasts longer now well actually oh. remember with a hybrid the gasoline engine doesn't run all the time so it's actually getting less than ten thousand miles but they still keep it and change it every ten thousand I see. Interesting. Okay. Uh, is there anything else I need to do special because it's a hybrid? Enjoy it. In terms of... <laughs> you, know, you know, Connie, um, Connie, that's a really great question. Is there anything else you have to do? 
You know, it, it's amazing how the vehicles are being built today. And uh, because you decided to spend a little more for a hybrid, in the long run, the cost of maintenance is going to be, well, you're definitely going to see a great savings. And uh, you made a great choice. And there's, uh, you know, in the Consumer Report, you know, there's more talked about um, hybrids, EVs, and uh, the cost uh, initially that you're going to spend on a vehicle. Uh, and, but applying your negotiating skills will also help in that aspect. But the money that you're going to save yearly. So, uh, yeah. congratulations. Thank you. And I actually, it was actually serendipitous because we were waiting for, we had to replace our very old van, which we love, but uh, we were waiting for a rest. And it took forever, as you know. Yes. Um, and this was last year, and one came in, but we couldn't pull the trigger because we were uh, in the middle of a big decision. And so then we had to wait for another one, which was several months later. And then a hybrid came up as an option, and I never even thought about it. Uh, and, and the hybrid was going to come in uh, maybe a little bit sooner or something. So I thought, okay, why not? Uh, and it's been the best. Oh, my goodness. It drives yeah. amazing just a great car yeah well it's it's great isn't it whenever you make a decision and you realize how happy you are that you made that decision and you made a good one yes. yeah thank you thank you well thanks for the advice appreciate it you're welcome connie spread the word we want to build a platform here for the ladies 877-960-9960 and you can text us at 772-497-6530 and you can uh, get in touch with us also at uh, youranonymousfeedback.com. Um, you know, I, I've tried to mention this every week, uh, Saturday in, Saturday out, about Big Dog Ranch. And if you don't know it, um, you know that Big Dog Ranch is the largest, the largest cage-free, no-kill shelter in the United States. And uh, what a job that they do out there. Um, you know, they take in uh, dogs that are... Um, abused, abandoned, uh, anything that you can think of neglected. And, uh, you know, the, the shelters are overwhelmed right now with so many dogs. So uh, you could do your part by, you know, adopting or fostering. But I'll get back to that later on. Uh, we're going to go back to uh, Stu. Okay. We have another similar question, um, and this is from Bob. Um, can a hybrid car sit for three weeks without a trickle charger? Hmm. Three weeks would be pushing it a little, but I think it'd still be safe. I'm going to say yes, and yeah. I, I have a real-world experience on this. Because it, it will go into sleep mode. The, the smart key system and all the computers, after they've sat for several days, they will go into a sleep mode, and it'll basically stop automatically looking for the oh, okay. keys. So sleep mode is so, good. Right, because then when you come up to the car, if you use the remote and actively press the button, it'll wake, it, wake up. it up almost immediately. But when you come up and grab the door handle and try to use the smart entry like it that, won't. it may not activate the first couple times. You may have to grab it a couple times to okay. get it to wake up. Well, that happens sometimes anyway. Yeah. I guess, I don't know. Uh, no, my real world experience is my daughter has a, a Camry hybrid and she's off at college in her car. Um, sits in the driveway and um, it had been definitely over three weeks and I had to use it and so I went in there and 
opened up, started, and drove it. Is I didn't listen right? to your advice, Rick. You're supposed to have somebody exercise the car, yeah. <laughs> but it got uh, some exercise. I have a hybrid question for Rick, too. Um, I hadn't driven, uh, Nancy and I hadn't been in the crown of the new Toyota hybrid, and uh, when I got my flat tire in my Tesla uh, yesterday, I had to uh, drive another car home, so I drove uh, the crown. We hadn't driven the crown, and I, I didn't notice the automatic braking from the accelerator that I get uh, in the Tesla. Of course, the Tesla is all, all EV, but... Uh, it, it's not it, the same. It, it, it's not the same. It's still kind of designed yeah. to feel like a like a regular gas car. Yeah. You take it off and you'll coast. Yeah, it but it, it, there, you, you, you you don't feel the braking on the hybrid? It's not the, nearly as much quiet. on the Crown, especially. Yeah. Yeah. I've driven one a little bit. Just had to take one out for a test drive that I kind of extended into like a three to five mile drive because I got to tell you, that's a nice car. Well, I, I, I was driving it's, it and I, yeah. and I said, uh, Nancy says, is this a hybrid? I said, I don't think so. And then I said, oh, yes, it is. Yeah. Because it, it I saw it. so quiet. The, yeah. But it was the, uh, the, the, the automatic braking was totally undetectable. You know, it, yeah, even on your Tesla, uh, there's a mode you can go in. There is a, a braking mode if you want to, like, dig yeah. down into the thing. And you can adjust it so it doesn't have that as intense of that automatic braking. Oh, that, I like it. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Um, I played around with it, and I went back to the, uh, just the, the way it comes. Because you use it as a brake, and it's a, I think it's more efficient a way to drive a car. Yeah. So, uh, Rick, uh, to to your answer about the um, hybrid and how long you can leave it set. So here's another aspect, another plus, if you compare the hybrid to the gas to the combustion car. There again, less maintenance. With my Avalon, it has to be exercised. It has to be driven. And I certainly can't wait three weeks because my car will be dead. But with the hybrid, as you pointed out, it's a, a good thing. It falls asleep. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, excuse me, Stu. We're going to look back to the phones, and we're going to talk to Jess, who's calling us from Pompano Beach. And she is a third first-time caller. And she has won herself $50 this morning. Uh, and uh, I'm going to break the rules this morning. And uh, we usually only have two female, new female callers. So uh, if you stay on the line, Jess, uh, after we're done talking, you can give Jeremy your contact information, and I'll get that $50 out to you. Welcome, Jess, and congratulations. Okay, I don't know if I got the name right. My name's Ellen, but I am from Pompano. Pardon me? I guess. I am Ellen from Pompano Beach. Erin from Pompano. Ellen. Okay. Maybe. Okay, I just bought a, uh, a new 2023 Toyota Camry, and I had the most horrible experience I have ever had at a dealership. Oh, my. Um, I'm, I mean, basically, I'm venting, but I don't know if there was anything I could have done. I had done all my homework with the MSRP. I did it for a couple of days. Friends had offered them, you know, offer their brothers or husbands to go with me, and I said, "No, I I got it. I'm okay." And um, and I went there, and first of all, they put them. I had a 2008 Calera convertible. They put that wow. down. They said, "Oh, that's like a piece of junk. It's only worth a hundred dollars." Then they had options on there over two thousand dollars, and they were nothing that's negotiable. And they told me to leave at one point if I didn't like it. And oh I didn't even have another car. I would have had to Uber it to go. You know, I could have done that. 
And then they had this $5,000 market thing on there for the market. So, oh, I Ellen. mean, I know I, oh. I felt like I got eaten up. I mean, I, I'm just very upset over it, you know. Ellen, um, would you care to share um, who you uh, dealt with? It, was it in okay. Fort right, Lauderdale or up here? No, it was Coconut Creek. Coconut Creek? Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, not that's not terribly surprising. Okay, well, I didn't know. I was dealing with a dealer in Pompano, and they and they didn't have the car, and they kept saying, it's coming and it's coming in, you know? And right. I just had yeah. been 10 days without a car, and I guess when I went on the computer, other dealers saw that I was looking, and they contacted me. Otherwise, I wouldn't have bothered. And um, Ellen, you were know. you in the dealership um, with a friend uh, or no. alone? No, no, I went by myself. I had friends. I was there six hours. I didn't want to do that to a friend, you know, to hang around. <laughs> right. I understand. And I really thought that I bought cars before by myself, you know, and I thought I could do it. And, yeah. At what uh, point hey, like did they ask you to leave, with Ellen? Me for four hours. <laughs> sure. Excuse me. At what point did they ask you to leave? Halfway through, when I was when I was asking about. Um, you know, that I was wanting to negotiate, uh, like, yeah. the different uh, 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 so prices. You know, like I said, I was okay, I was okay with the MSRP, you know, like if I had an idea of what that should be. But yeah. when, when, when did this like happen? Th- it sounds like as if that they were uh, intimidated by your knowledge. Well, whatever it was. And then, I now in retrospect, because they kept saying, the salesperson, I have to check with my boss. And they would probably go off. <laughs> and they said, oh, no, he won't go a dollar less. Now I'm thinking there probably was no other person he was checking with. Maybe not. <laughs> when did this happen? What was this? Uh, in the last... About a week ago. About a week ago. Yeah, yeah, the cars, you know, brand new. I mean, they've uh, you know they that dealership changed hands. Uh, when was that? Uh, a couple, couple of months, months ago. ago. A couple of months ago. I guess they're mm-hmm. going to keep the same same business model going. It was Al Hendrickson Toyota? They kept the name, but it's now owned by the Morgan Group, um, and uh, they just like a Rigo. Uh, group uh, car uh, dealerships in Palm Beach County and Fort, I guess in uh, Broward too. Yeah, uh, Morgan uh, Group is a large group. They're like tenth or twelfth biggest in the country now, but the operation apparently hasn't changed because Al Hendrickson was pretty uh, rough with their customers too. And, and yet, supposedly they're one of the biggest. So I mean, they I don't are, know. They, they are, are like number two or three in the country. And, you know, USA, they're they're huge. They're uh, you know a thousand cars a month. Yeah. They don't do it by, you know, they're not known for, like, you know, great customer service. They're known for having a huge inventory and a lot of advertising. Yeah, that's a that's a tough area down there, uh, Ellen. And uh, I want to tell you that I'm terribly sorry for what you had to go through. Uh, but it sounds like as if that, uh, as I said earlier, you're pretty knowledgeable and they were intimidated by the fact that you were a woman and that you were knowledgeable. So um, I guess you could, you know, run with that. Uh, It's just unfortunate that this just still happens in the 21st century. Yeah, I I really thought, you know, that I'd be able to do it. I mean, you know, you should be able to go into a place and, you know, and I had my paperwork and they they put down everything I said, you know, that's not true and that's not true. Whatever it was, you know, they knocked it down. And I guess if I had had my car, another car there, I probably would have left. Oh, we yeah. recommend that you don't go into dealerships these days. It's uh, too bad an experience, as you found out the hard way. Online, um, if you're not comfortable with online shopping, you, you might have a, a relative, a son, a daughter, a grandson, 
that could help you with that. But you, you can do now uh, more quickly, more safely, and purchase a new vehicle online. When you go into the dealership today, it's a seller's market, uh, especially with Toyota, and they have customers lined up. So they're, they're, in this case here, they're just rude to a customer. Why? Because they can afford to be. Because if, if, they, if they frighten one customer away through rudeness or, or lack of transparency, there's another customer right behind wanting to buy the, next, the same car. So it, it's a really rough time to go into a car dealership, whether it's Al Hendrickson Toyota or any dealership. Online buying is the best way to go. Right, yeah. But shouldn't everything basically be negotiable? Everything, absolutely negotiable. And uh, I'd be uh, curious. I already know the answer, but uh, I'd like to do a I'd like to do a little test drive down there at that particular dealership with a gentleman walking in and see if uh, you know the same technique, uh, which is uh, deplorable, uh, would be applied to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were very nice on the phone trying to get me there. Yeah, I mean, yeah it's all, that's, the, that's how the game's played, you know. we got to get them in the door. Yeah. Ellen, um, thank you yeah. so much for the call. Uh, I appreciate you sharing your story with us. And uh, there's a lot of ladies listening, and uh, you've done a whole lot this morning for the ladies. And I thank you for that. Stay with Jeremy. Get your information to him, and I'll get the check out to you. Thank you very much. I appreciate being able to at least. Thank you, Ellen. Uh, we're going to go to uh, Rick. Um, I got a heads up that you've got uh, some YouTubes. Well, we did have one comment quick from Donovan. He said he called it on that strike. He said he knew that that one was coming. Mm-hmm. I believe that. Well, wow. I was right. Donovan, Donovan knows it all. I was wrong. Donovan was right. That's correct. Morning, Donovan. I didn't. I didn't think it was going to happen. Uh, uh, after the fact, uh, it occurred to me that. Uh, well, I didn't occur to me because I read it in Automotive News that they felt that the big three had anticipated the strike and build up inventories. I was thinking the inventories were building up in the big three simply because supply and demand were catching up. Uh, apparently, according to uh, Automotive News, they think that they actually uh, pushed the overtime, pushed the production because they were anticipating the strike. And the reason you anticipate a strike, uh, if you're a manufacturer, is you know that you're going to stick to your gun. So General Motors Ford and Stellantis said, hey, uh, we're going to dig in our heels, and our dealers have got enough cars, and we can get by a, a few weeks. Call the union's bluff, and now it's a, now it's a Mexican standoff to see yeah, who's going to blink. Like Earl said, boy, there's a huge gap, a huge gap between the union demands and uh, the contract talks, and uh, <laughs> unbelievable. Um, over 13,000 uh, went on strike. Is that, the, is that accurate? That'd be a good number. 13,000. Uh, okay, uh, we're going to go back to the phones and we're going to talk to uh, John in Palm City, who's a regular caller. Good morning, John, and welcome. Good morning. I, the batteries came up today with the uh, trickle charges, and I have a question to Rick. Uh, like Florida law, when it's raining, you have to keep your lights on. So many people, I see it, not many, but some of them, they go to work or they leave the car after it's parked and they leave the lights on. So naturally the battery, you need a jumper, all right? Either AAA or your insurance company, whatever. 
but after it's jumped and it gets running again, is it wise to put a slow charge in the battery or a, a fast charge? I mean, is one better than the other for the battery? That's a question for Rick. Uh, actually, my best recommendation is take the car out for a good long drive. Um, when a battery's been depleted, it really it just needs a, a, a good steady charge to build it back up. Um, I, I tell people to picture a battery as like a, a big barrel of water. And when you start the engine, you're taking a big scoop of water out of it. And it, the alternator has to put that back in just by trickling it in. And most people don't have any way of charging a battery at home anyways. They don't, most people don't have a battery charger or trickle charger. Uh, so take the car out and just find a nice country drive and get a good hour's driving time in to really give that battery a chance to recharge. Okay, second part of the question. I've only heard of it once in my life and um, the people, when they jumped it, they had the cables reversed. So it not only did damage, but they said the actual battery blew up. In all your years as a mechanic, have you ever heard of a battery blowing up? I've seen it happen many times. Uh, okay. Connecting the, the cables backwards, usually right. you'll spot it within an instant because just as you start to touch, it'll throw some big sparks. And most people, it's that accidental one quick touch. <clears throat> and it usually blows a bunch of fuses and sometimes can actually even damage computers in the car. So you have to be very, very careful not to hook those cables up backwards because you can damage not only your car, but also the other person's car that you're connected to. Okay, one fast thing too about batteries. With the warm weather now, people, when they get it serviced or do it on their own, make sure that the connection, both positive and negative, especially with this heat and humidity, that there's no corrosion or nothing forming around the contact cables. Very, very important. It should even get a lubricant on it or a spray or something to prevent the buildup from the corrosion around the terminals. Yep, that's to Any prevent. Any recommendation what you would say to put on it, Vaseline or, or some compound? Uh, I use a simple battery protector spray or just plain old axle grease with a brush will help protect it. Uh, but the important thing is to make sure that you keep the battery clean, the top of the battery. Uh, there's an old wives' tale that if you put a battery on a concrete floor, it'll discharge. Well, it's a plastic case. Plastic does not conduct electricity. What happens actually is the dirt and grease on the top of the battery actually gets a small connection between the two terminals. And when a car is just sitting, if that battery is all covered in dirt and grease on top, it actually will have a small current going through that and that will actually drain the battery. So if you keep it nice and clean, you won't have that condition. And of course, keep something on the terminals to keep the air away from them so they don't oxidize and you don't get that corrosion. Well, thank you for your tips. Very important. Very welcome. Thank you, John. Thanks a lot, John. We'll talk I, to you I next week. I have a question for Rick on that subject. Uh, when you, oh, 
is there an instrument on any car you know of that will give you the amount of charge on the battery? You have a check battery or thing like that if it's low, and of course if it won't start, it's real low. Why, why don't they have some sort of a gauge that says you have a full charge? Well, uh, they don't really have an actual gauge that can determine how much charge is in the battery because that requires what's known as, in the old school, used to be a carbon pile tester, and now it requires a, a special, ex rather expensive battery tester. So there, another, the answer is no, mm -hmm. no car has a... Right. Yeah, okay. You I, might I, have I, a... The reason I, the reason I ask, oh, we, get a lot, we get a lot of calls, and we say, you know, should I slow charge it? Should I drive the car? Should I do a quick charge? And, you know, sometimes you do a charge, but you didn't put enough charge on, so the next day... Uh, your car's dead. So it I think it would be nice. I'm speaking to the manufacturers that are paying absolutely no attention to me, but I'll say it anyway. Uh, why not come up with a, a gauge of some kind that say fully charged, 90% charged, 75% charged? And that way, you, when you ask your neighbor to drive the car, you don't say drive it about 20 miles, say drive it till it's fully charged and put it back in my garage. That would be a great idea. One other thing, you used the expression uh, when you're talking to John from Mom City, that I have to ask, is, is, is this politically correct today? You said an old wives' tale. Now, is that a chauvinist kind of a thing? I think so. I never thought of it before. Old but wives' tale. You're putting it on the table. Yeah. yeah I think it conjures, um, you know, stereotypical images yeah. and that are offensive. Why well, I, yes, I, I, I use the expression, and I... Who, who, I who use, said yeah, it? I wasn't yeah, paying attention. I use it all, Rick I said use it all the time. I, I apologize for Rick that. No, 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 no. I no, probably no. should have found a no, better, I'm, I'm just, better expression for that. Yeah, Urban sitting, legend. Sitting, <laughs> next, sitting next to Nancy, I have to be careful. Well, I think it's good. Yeah. I think we should all be careful of our language because it's very impactful. Okay. Yeah. Well, see, she I can't think. reach me. She can reach you, Earl. <laughs> she can throw things, though. <laughs> well, that's true, And I know she can. I have to say that, you know, it's... Everybody's just a little too thin-skinned, uh, so uh, at any rate, uh, we're going to go to uh, enough said 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530, youranonymousfeedback.com. Take advantage of it. Uh, we're going to go to uh, Jersey Mike, who is a regular caller from West Palm Beach. Good morning, Jersey Hello Mike. There. Good morning. Uh, first of all, I'll say that I went to Peggy Adams and I did adopt a dog. Hey. It's a beautiful oh, dog. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah, well, thank well. you very I, much. I, got, I, got, I have a dog myself, but I got it for a roommate who was heartbroken when he lost his dog. Hmm. So I picked up a small dog. And I have another dog here that's my dog. And those two get together, they, they just have a ball together. <laughs> I got a nice yard. They run around, you know. That's going to pick him up automobile. Yeah, really, really great place. You know what's nice over there? I'm a veteran. And uh, I didn't, I didn't get the show to sponsor it, but I got a fifty percent deduction. So, yeah. wow! Uh, if you're a veteran, just let them know. You'll give you fifty percent off of anything you buy there. That's great. Yeah, I, we should have mentioned that. I'm so glad you brought that up. We yeah, we saw the whole production they've got for providing uh, dogs for wounded veterans, and uh, they have beefed that up now. Where they're, uh, I think they're turning out like 40 or 50 dogs a year, uh, very yeah. intensive. They have a lot of trainers now, but I forgot about the veterans discount. So you say it's 50 yeah. percent? Yes, it is. Great. And, um, you know, uh, usually veterans discounts are 10% if you go to uh, Dunkin' Donuts, but they give you 50% <laughs> when you go to the, 
Dogs are better than donuts, it says. Even yeah, better you can, yeah, you can find all kind of discounts, and it's amazing. Um, I, I don't know what they do uh, where you, Peggy Adams, but out at uh, Big Dog Ranch, you know, they really have a program. Um, it's very lengthy. It takes a year yeah, uh, to train and to uh, get yeah, this human-animal right. bond mm-hmm. uh, yep. while providing a second chance uh, for both. For the veteran yeah, and, and my, the dog. And my, and my dog's a service dog. The one I adopted for my friend, of course, is not. But mine, he gets a free airplane seat when I go flying, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. But he, uh, he, he can go anywhere as long as he's not causing a commotion. They, they can't deny his uh, entrance. Very huh. good. That's a federal law. Excellent. But well, you have to be with him, right? Yes, of course. <laughs> he can't send them out he, for, he for groceries or anything. <laughs> no, no, no. I got to be with him, but he gets his own seat. <laughs> but you better let him know that he might try to take off without you know, say, "I got to be with you." <laughs> so, so they get. Me, I know your your time's precious, as everyone's is, because it's the one commodity that nobody can buy, no matter how rich you are. You can't buy time. So let me ask you this question. Um, I have a, a ninety five Cadillac Coupe de Ville. And uh, it ran fine for many, many years. It's a second owner. I bought it from a close friend. It even has the manufacturer's tags in the trunk, believe it or not. It's got 83,000 <laughs> miles on it. Uh, and it ran fine. Now, what happened was it was, it was uh, an attempted break, and they didn't know how to handle this car. The people who broke into it, and they, uh, they just screwed up the uh, steering column. And I had to put a whole steering column in there. I got a steering column. You guys recommended uh, Cadillac Heaven. I went there, and uh, I'm sorry, you didn't recommend it. Uh, the the insurance company recommended Cadillac Heaven for old car stuff for Cadillacs in, in uh, uh, South Carolina. Got it, got it here. Had a mechanic put it in here in a, in a wow. private shop, a good shop. Uh, once it got put in there, here's where the problem started. He had three different people come there to program the keys, so they have a chip in the key, these old mm-hmm. Cadillac keys. They're not a key, Bob. It's a regular key with a chip in it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and of course, the new car, the other column that I got, it came out of a, a, a car, a used car place, okay? Uh, uh, it wasn't new, of course, and because you can't get a new one. You can't even get it from Rock Auto. It's just too old, all right? And initially, when I sent it to... The Cadillac dealer over here in West Palm Beach, oh, they'll be nameless, but there's only one that people know about. Yeah. They said, it's too old. We can't work on it. Mm. How about that one? Okay. Well, anyway, make a long story short if I can. I had three uh, guys go and try to program that key, and they said they can't do it. I ended up having to give that private uh, uh, repair shop $950 oh, man. for that for that work that didn't succeed. So I had the car towed back over here via AAA, and uh, I even had to pay $100 for that because I was beyond my three freebies, okay, even though I give them 150 bucks a year, you know, and I've been doing that for 20 years uh, anyway, and I never even used AAA uh, over all those years. Uh, so anyway, my point simply is, how do you shut out this VATS, V-H-A-T-S system? Um, I haven't had experience I, I'm, with I'm, it. I'm a motorhead. I'm a motorhead, so I can do that. I, I've been doing this since <laughs> I was 17 in Jersey. As as I recall, uh, a couple weeks when you called in, Donovan or somebody else 
hey, come up with some info for it. Let me see what my YouTube guys pop back up, but I'm pretty sure that that system can be bypassed. I was I was told to go to some Cadillac clubs, which I did. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you, that's what you told me last time we talked. And they don't know how to do what I what I need to do. So oh. I'm I'm really at a loss. That car is a precious vehicle. I'd like to take it to car shows and whatever. I can't do it because it doesn't go out of my driveway. Hmm. Uh, that was last Saturday that you called, right? And yes. asked you, you were inquiring about that, and Rick had yes. told you to go yes. to the Cadillac clubs. Yep. What do you think, Rick? I'm going to have to do some research. That we're going to have to Google on. Um, I'm hoping that one of my... <coughs> one of my YouTube guys will pop up with something, but uh, yeah, if that, that one... If that happens later on in the show... I, I, mean, I mean, there's three circuit boards, rather three fuse circuit boards in that car. Two in the trunk and one in the engine. No, wait, sorry. One in the uh, passenger side underneath the dashboard there. One in the, inside the engine compartment and one in the trunk. Can I find the right fuses? The ones in the trunk are marked what fuses they are. But it does. I, don't, I have looked. I don't see anything that says that's on it. So maybe it goes by a different name. Well, uh, Negan One says, if you talk to a stereo install place... Remote start can get around that system. Right. Go to a stereo place? Right. Uh, stere uh, you know, places that install uh, stereo custom stereos and alarm ah. systems, and they have yeah, the remote one right start. Over here on, uh, one right over here on um, uh, Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard. Oh. Yeah, because if they've got that, if they can install it like a, a remote start system, they should, he says, that will get around the VAT system. So they know how to get around the VAT system in order to install a remote control system, I take it. Exactly. Oh. I, okay. I knew one of my guys here would have it, but, yeah, that, that's coming from Negan One. Uh, he's out in Arizona, and he is a he's a, he's a motorhead, all right, because he loves the uh, Ford Raptors and the, yeah. the Ram TRX trucks. He's, he's got several of them that he owns. Funny you should say Arizona. I sent my three children, who are grown people now, you know, in their 40s and 50s, to the University of Arizona, one of the greatest schools in the entire United States. Is that right? Hmm. Yeah, U of A has 7,000 students and 28 different colleges on campus. Wow. And they all graduated. Yep. Ah. And they're set for life. <laughs> that was yeah. a long time ago. I'm 77. Now, Earl's got a, uh, a YouTube video up for 2013 to 16 Cadillacs. How to program the the remote key fob, but what what yeah. year's yours? Ninety five. Yeah, it's a ninety five. Okay. Yeah, it, it, yeah. So yours is your, a your much older it's system. A, it, uh, yeah, it's a key. It's a key with a chip in it. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd go back and search YouTube on it, but uh, that VAT system, I guarantee there's a way around that. I didn't know YouTube uh, does automobile stuff. I thought that was uh, just oh, uh, uh, music and whatever. No, 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 no. It, it, it's just, just a general oh, ad advice huh? for life. It's everything. Yes. Anything oh, okay. you want to ask a question, it like goes, a there's a video. It sounds, like it's better than Google. it sounds like it might be better than Google. It's then, the, huh? It is the second largest search engine in the world after oh, Google. Oh, okay. and it's owned by Google. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, there you go. Well, you know what a Google is? Cause I'm a math major, all right? A Google is something that's... 
a big, big number, quite not quite infinitely <laughs> big, right. but it is that big. And I you think it spells G O O G O L. Yeah, but it's can, uh, can, a one with a hundred zeros after it. Google. No, no, it's more than that. Trillions of zeros there for that, but not quite infinite. Mm. Ah. Okay, well, anyway. Well, we're getting nice into the stratosphere here. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Thank you for your help. I'll go ahead and pursue, uh, pursue it. Oh, well, you're and, welcome, uh, Jersey Mike. Johnny Z. Fraidley says that Tint World can possibly help because they install alarms. Okay, there you go. Tint, uh, there's a Tint World within five minutes from my house. There you go. There we go. Huh. Okay. And you wouldn't think that. You wouldn't think that somebody puts tint on a windows. <laughs> well, <laughs> if they do alarm on. systems, yeah, they got to change the oh, name. Oh, I see. Okay. Not Thank you very name. much for your. Hey, it's your always day. a pleasure talking to you, Jersey yeah. Mike. Okay. Uh, stay care. tuned Have for our mystery one. shopping report. Uh, we shopped uh, Schumacher Volkswagen. Okay, uh, we're going to go back to uh, Rick. Or we're going to go back to Stu uh, so he can finish up some of this. Uh, well, because I have text. a good anonymous feedback that came in, <clears throat> and it's, it's not too long, but I want to get it before the, before the phones blow up again. Um, I got a good one for you. My buddy has been leasing a Kia Sportage, and at the end of the term, decided to purchase it. I told him all, all, all of what you said in the video, talking about our Erlon Cars videos on YouTube, uh, but he still got taken for over $2,000 above the lease contract purchase price. They told him they couldn't let the car go without a safety inspection. That turned into four new tires, front-end work, which I suspect didn't need to be done. Then they got them for a dealer fee and dock fee because all their car purchases have these fees, which is required by the government, they told him. Um, by the way, this was Bev Smith Kia in Fort Pierce. I tried to talk him into getting a copy of the law you referenced here and try to get that money back. He said he didn't want any trouble, and the stuff they charged him for seemed legitimate. Uh, this is why dealers can get away with this stuff. You're doing your part, but people have to put away their uh, subservient ways and get tough because dealers sure are getting tough and mean. They are not your friend. Unfortunately, purchasing an automobile is an adversarial relationship no matter how nice the dealership employees seem to be. Uh, this might be one you can mention on the radio show, and there you go. It was just mentioned, and uh, we did identify the, the dealer, and that was... Bev Smith Kia in Fort Pierce, Florida. Yeah, that's a slam dunk lawsuit. Uh, you, know, you, you can probably uh, talk to a lawyer in your area. If not, uh, we can get you the name of a couple of lawyers in Fort Lauderdale. They're the ones that uh, really jumped onto this thing and uh, got the attention, uh, believe it or not, of the Attorney General, uh, Ashley Moody. I mean, she kind of ignores anything bad that car dealers do, but uh, this, these lawyers and the name uh, their names right now slipped my mind, but I can get that information for you. Uh, it, there, there is a federal law, it's the Consumer Leasing Act of 1976. It's real simple to understand, and lawyers like simple stuff. Uh, it basically says if you lease uh, a car and you have an option to purchase, uh, you cannot be charged one penny more than that option purchase price. So in your lease contract, uh, uh, that was your price that you would have to pay, and everything that Bill Smith Kia charged you on top of that, which sounds like thousands of dollars, uh, they owe you back. Now, uh, the other, the the good news for you and the bad news for Bev Smith Kia, is that you all, they also have to pay attorneys' fees. So what you might want to do is uh, get hold of uh, what's his name at uh, Bev Smith. Uh, 
Frank Gonzalez. Frank Gonzalez. I'll contact Frank Gonzalez at Best Smith Kia. He's a general manager. And explain to him that you spoke to me, uh, Earl on Cars, and what I had said, and that you think that he probably should give you all your money back over and above the option purchase price that you paid. If not, you're going to have to hire an attorney, in which case, then Bill Smith Kia will have to pay the same thing they could have paid you, plus the attorney's fees. So uh, I believe if you can get through to uh, Frank Gonzalez, he will write you out a check pretty quick. Puppet, he doesn't want any trouble. <laughs> exactly, that's exactly right. Um, okay. We have a phone call. We do, uh, and our number here is 877-960-9960. And also you can text us at 772-497-6530. Jot that text down, you'll need it, that, that text number down. You'll need it later when we do the mystery shopping report because it's uh, so important that we hear from you and that you grade the uh, mystery shopping report that Agent Lightning, uh, wow, she is amazing. And of course we have Stu. Uh, so there's uh, two geniuses here that uh, put this all together. So 772-497-6530. We're gonna go to Frank, who's a regular caller from Jupiter Farms. Good morning, Frank. Well, good morning, Nancy, and all the rest of the gang there in the radio station today. Hey. Just want to say hi. Uh, one of the things I noticed I, I we were on, went away on a cruise up in Alaska for a few weeks. But on the way to the airport, I just sent it to the cell number. It was an interesting tag I saw waiting in line in the car. It takes about 45 minutes to go from eight, um, or I-95 to the airport. It says drive Tesla. Do you recall seeing that little license plate come through the um, text? No. It was interesting. I thought about you guys. It, it's, I'll, I'll resend if I have to. Drive Tesla. And then on a cruise... Yeah, drive Tesla. You'll see it. I, I'll, I'll resend it again. Okay. But I thought of you guys immediately when I saw that tag. I said it would have been a great one for you guys. Yeah. I just and, saw uh, the. Oh wait a minute. Okay, I did. I'm sorry. I just. Okay, I saw the uh, the the forklift. <laughs> I didn't. There's a picture before that. DRV Tesla. Yeah. No, I haven't seen that tag driving around. <laughs> yeah, I, I I thought of you immediately. And anyway, I. No, Earl it's, it's doesn't have a. Uh, he doesn't have a. Um, a vanity plate, vanity plate. Oh. but he does on the front because it identifies the car as Miss Nancy. That's the name of the car. Oh. Yes, it is. Oh, how nice. <laughs> well, that's cool. But yep. anyway, uh, yeah. And, and the, 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 the other one was forklift. the the forklift. We have one the exact same forklift <laughs> for our parts department oh. and for deliveries. Yeah, it's propane powered, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, it is exactly. Yeah, in fact, I guess some of the use more often have actually two propane tanks, where they don't have to stop and, and change them out. They probably anyway, need more propane at that port than we do at our little parts department. Yeah. But, yeah, it was a great cruise. Um, I missed your, your um, podcast, but I'm back in town. And just want to say hi. And um, if you guys, I know that one lady I heard had her problem um, with going to a dealership by herself. Um, I'm still one of your, um, what do you call it? Uh, oh, you're vigilante. Vigilante. Yeah, so, I mean, have, feel Well, free she didn't buy a car if, if, she, if um, that was Eileen, right? Eileen. Yeah, I think it was Eileen. Yeah, if Eileen, if, if you're still listening, um, uh, we do have help out there. So you didn't go and buy that car. So if you're still looking, um, Frank is willing and uh, ready and willing. Yeah. And then real quick, and I'll leave it because um, I, I was down the street seeing a Dr. Kamenester for um, dermatology, excellent guy. But he's anyway, the nice thing being down the street, I sometimes stop and just see how things are at your dealership and 
get maybe a cup of coffee. But it's nice seeing cars on the showroom once again, mostly electric cars. But it's, um, it's a fabulous dealership, and Thank it's you. always a pleasure to stop by there. So Thank you. with that, I'll be quick and easy. No, no other comments. And you have a wonderful weekend. And <laughs> Thank you so much, good Frank. Good luck to the doggies. Thank you, Frank. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. All right. Okay, we're going to go back to Stu. Oh, okay. <laughs> we have, okay. Um, this is from Roy in Denver. Um, and he asked for snowbirds traveling to and from Florida for the winter and uh, summer. There used to be a car train option where customers could load their vehicles onto a train and the customer rides in, in coach cars in the same train from the northeast to Florida. Is there, is this still in existence and does anyone have experience with this? Um, it, it is. Um, I don't know if it changed, but it's uh, Amtrak and it goes. Uh, yeah, the auto train. Uh, yeah, auto train. But it's run by Amtrak, mm -hmm. isn't it? It goes from Orlando to D.C., isn't it? Yep. Yep. Um, so, um, I don't know if it went further before, but I don't know. It, uh, for some reason I thought that it, it did go to New York, but, um, maybe people drive down and just get, you know, take the bulk of the trip off, off the, off the car. But yeah, if you just go, I Googled it and it was just, uh, it's Amtrak auto train. Um, they still do that. And let's see. By yeah. the way, you know, who else drives a uh, Tesla plaid? And has a vanity plate. Who? The vanity plate reads Law Team Jeffrey Fetterman. Oh, really? No. I saw him in the other day. They're, they're really? right down the street from the yeah. dealership, yeah. I thought you were going to say Willie Gary or something nice. like that. He's got, <laughs> it's it's the, uh, the nice dark gray one. Yeah. Uh, nice looking car, but had a little plaid sticker on the back of it there. And like, oh, okay. They used to have a, a super uh, iridescent painted Supra. Like, so when you drove past it, you remember the thing? It changed. Yes. It was like, depend on the angle, it just changed it colors. It was very uh, bizarre. 90, 95 or 96. Old, yeah. Is that, that he had. I worked on it quite a few times. Oh, did you? I got a uh, anonymous feedback here. Um, um, I guess inspired by um, the one I read about the... Uh, Kia Sportage, Bev Smith Kia says, I had a horrible shopping experience at, at a Morgan-owned Honda dealership. Horrible. I came in alone, single female, had a salesman who, would, who could be my son walk me through several cars and then got me to sit at his desk to work a deal. I told him prices were out of my budget and I'm looking at other brands. He scoffed at me and said, where are you going to get a car you want and the price that you want? He was extremely condescending, called his manager. Manager kept me waiting in the lobby while he and his friends were chatting around the computers. It was horrible. I, completely, I was completely traumatized, treated like trash, accused of lying to them for wasting their time. Here's a quote. You lied to me when you said you were here to buy a car. Uh, and that's the quote they told her. Absolutely terrible. Uh, thing is, my then car was always serviced at another Morgan-owned dealership. After this experience, I decided to take my service business elsewhere. Beware, Morgan. Wow, yeah, that was you, a scathing. You get too big. You just, uh, that's Very the problem. You know, there, we, yeah. we, we badmouth dealers a lot on this show. And when you have a, a dealer that's got 12, 14, 25 dealerships, you know, you, you're, his crime is uh, trying Great. to get too big. He probably doesn't know. Ten percent of the things that happen. Right. I mean, how, how can you? How no, can it's, you? you it's, know, it's difficult with one. Yeah. It's difficult to be good with one. Yeah. And um, so, 
it, that's, I mean, just to be real, I mean, it's easier for us to, to do the things yeah. that we preach because um, we don't have 140 and we, dealerships. And we also have a seller's market. So you have the, the perfect storm of abuse in car dealerships. Uh, first of all, it's a seller's market. Now, that means that most of the dealerships, not all of them, but most of them now, used to be all of them, but uh, especially your Asian, your Asian and your uh, uh, Japanese-Korean uh, dealerships uh, are understocked, overpriced, and they add thousands to MSRP. And the, the, the uh, salespeople are making a, a fortune, the managers are making a fortune, and they, all they have to do is come to work uh, and sit around and drink coffee and uh, check off on the list of the sold orders, and they get thousands of dollars over for every car because if this customer doesn't take it, the one behind that customer will take it. And so uh, if uh, people are inclined to be nasty, they'll be really nasty when it isn't going to affect their paycheck. And it's just a, it's a sad situation, and it's a, the worst I've seen it. A uh, reason I really encourage people, go online. If you go into a dealership today, uh, you're, you're probably going to be abused even more than you ever were before. The salespeople are just... Uh, yeah. Stu, did you say They're that wealthy. with Morgan? They're independently wealthy. Mm-hmm. Morgan. Morgan mm-hmm. Auto Sales, and yeah. they have several lo- different locations. They well, are which one was, Yeah, which one was uh, this young lady? Uh, I don't know if they she, identified the she, uh, she location. Didn't say. They just said it was just a Morgan-owned dealership. It's unusual that she would know that because uh, Morgan does not put their Usually names on, the on sign, dealership. Right, yeah. So uh, uh, she had to investigate a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, we'd love to hear from you again. That was a uh, good move, though. I mean, just to make a statement, I mean, dealers need to hear this, uh, that um, they do lose business and other aspects of their operation. You can have a bad experience in a service department, have a great uh, sales department, and they stop buying cars from you and and vice versa. So uh, Word of mouth is just amazing. It travels. It definitely travels. Especially on the radio and streaming live all over the world. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're sorry for your experience, that's for sure. Okay. Um, we're all caught up on this side of the desk. Okay. Uh, we're going to uh, – I was going to go to Rick, but we'll hold on. We're going to go to Jay, who's been holding from Hope Sound. Good morning, Jay. Good morning. Uh, I'd like to know what your opinion of Toyota of Hollywood is. Hmm. Well, it's uh, it's an interesting dealership. It's been there a long, long time. It's owned by a man named Greg Zen, who was uh, um, Craig, I mean, Craig Zen, uh, who was one of the earliest uh, Toyota dealers. And uh, they're also, I think, either one, either they vie for Al Hendricks and Toyota at being either number two or number three in volume in the whole United States. Make that the whole world for a Toyota dealership. In fact, because Toyota outsells all the other dealerships, uh, it's probably the number one car dealership, or the number two or three. Um, they are in a uh, very interesting demographic area, and uh, I, I know the I know the Zen family. I knew his father and his brother, and I you know, I've known them for many many years. Um, uh, they have uh, an international uh, clientele. Uh, they have salespeople that speak everything from. Swahili to Chinese to Japanese, uh, literally they have uh, an, an international sales force, and they they pick up a huge amount of business from Miami, which, as you know, is an international city. Now, as far as 
do I recommend them or not recommend them? They're down in the heart of the uh, worst rock'em, sock'em, uh, lie, cheat, steal, car dealership market in the world. They're not the worst, but they hold their own. And uh, it's tough. Uh, they do a huge amount of advertising. Um, and think of the uh, control you have if, if you're Japanese or Korean or Vietnamese, uh, if, you are, if you are someone whose native language is not uh, English, and maybe you don't even speak English, well, there's one place you can go, and that's Hollywood Toyota, and there'll be somebody that'll speak Vietnamese for you or speak whatever your language. They have a huge sales force, uh, sell a huge number of cars, probably a 1,000 a month, new, and then another who knows how many used. So uh, uh, it, it's my advice if you can <laughs> if, if you can speak English, it would be to go somewhere else. <laughs> if you can't if you can't speak I, I English, stopped <laughs> I stopped in there about two years ago, and it is a huge, massive dealership. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I'm always hearing their advertisements, and last night they advertised Toyota of Hollywood is having a massive sell-off of 2022 Toyotas. I'm wondering how many 2022 Toyotas they have. Well, that's BS. See, that, that's, that's, that, that's Hollywood style. What they do is they title their cars and put them in their rental company. And they do it on purpose. They don't even rent the cars. But uh, they will title uh, a current year model car and put it on the lot. And now they legally can say this is a used car. So uh, they you do that to trick you to come in thinking you're getting a really good buy on a used car. You're buying a new car, and they're going to charge you all the money for it. And and also, uh, I think they said they're advertising in a 2023 Corolla for sixteen nine ninety. Yeah. Yeah, their advertisements are amazing. They've been running those for so long. They really catch your, they really catch your your uh, ear. I mean, it's just amazing. Read the fine print. Uh, that they would have that many vehicles, and you know for sure they don't. They're experts. Uh, Nancy, Get them in the door. Nancy's exactly right, but they are also careful in terms of legality. And it, it, when you find the the fine print, which is not easy to find, when you find it, if you read it carefully, they cover themselves uh, in the fine print. Now. Uh, if you listen to the show, I know you have, uh, yep. you know that the Federal Trade Commission says that you cannot modify the price of the car in the fine print. That's a federal violation. But uh, who cares? I mean, right? Uh, the, 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 it's hard enough to get local enforcement of laws. Uh, state enforcement laws, you don't get that. To expect the Federal Trade Commission to be able to see a car dealership ad in Hollywood, Florida, ain't going to happen. So... Uh, it's a it's a rough tough place to buy a car, and I would imagine that uh, the 2023 Corolla they're saying is for 16,990 is probably a used car. Well, yeah. they they title the car. It's it's it. The, see, in Florida, the definition of a used car is one that's already been sold. So they sell the car to themselves. <laughs> I mean, how do they get away with it? Uh, why does why does Ashley Moody, the attorney general, allow these things to happen in Florida? But they they create the used car. Uh, it's still a new car for all intents and purposes because it's got no miles on it. It's brand new. Might even have the Maroni label still sticking on the window if they didn't take it off. And uh, 
So it's it's a it's a totally artificial deception to get somebody to come in. They say, oh, here's the car here. Oh, it looks new. Well, we put it into our rental company. Well, how come there's no miles on it? Well, we just haven't rented it out yet. And then then, then they hit you with all the hidden fees. Lewis yeah, F. So, on uh, the- I'd, probably, I'd probably be wasting my time going down there expecting to pay Sixteen nine ninety for a, a exactly. Uh, do it online, either or, or or by phone. You'll get double talk by the phone. They won't give you any information on the phone, but if you go online, you might you might be able to text or email and say that uh, you want the specifics. And if you don't get the specifics, you're going to buy the Toyota somewhere else. That might elicit some kind of a, a dialogue where you can find out what's really going on. But to go in there is just you don't you don't want to treat yourself that badly. That would yeah. be well, you, unless you, you unless might Jay, in, you might be under mental care for a week after <laughs> you, know, you go into I, Hollywood. I don't know. Toyota. Jay sounds pretty strong. Hey, Jay, <laughs> round up your posse. Go ahead down. Have a little fun if you have some well, time I, I, on a Saturday afternoon. I, I, Play with the boys. Show them how you can dance. I've been shopping around different dealerships uh, probably for the last two years. And, uh, you know, I'm quick to to walk away. So I'm thinking they probably have a poster of me. uh, You know, (laughs) beware of this guy. You don't waste your time with him. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, Jay. Have a great weekend. Uh, We are going to go to Rick. Rick. A comment came in from Lewis F. I'm guessing about Hollywood Toyota. He says, I passed by a few weeks ago. All their cars had a $20,000 markup plus add-ons and would not negotiate. 20000 wow. That's insane. Market adjustment. Yeah. Hard to believe. Yes, it's, it's crazy. And, you know, when you add all that to the fact that they're number two volume or number three volume in Toyota sales in the whole world, that tells you a little something about uh, a corrupt retail system. I mean, uh, to, 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 they're successful beyond the wildest stretches. Uh, Craig Zinn makes more money than uh, I don't know who. I mean, you know, he, he's got to be Derek worth. Sheik. He's got to be worth a billion dollars or more. And uh, with one dealership, uh, and he probably has more I don't know about. So, and he and he, he treats his customers the way we're discussing here. And I don't mean him. I mean, he doesn't even know what's going on there. He's he's in, uh, you know, Bangladesh or someplace. I don't know where he is. <laughs> but, uh, okay. but, not but, but he doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't care. Maybe and, he's uh, up in Aspen next to Terry Taylor. <laughs> yeah, right. right. He's that's, probably right. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> Okay, uh, what do we have, guys? Um, do you have some YouTubes? You have... No, all caught up over here. Okay. No. So we're, we're relatively clear here. Okay. All right. Well, you know what that you know, means. I, I... We're going to go to our Dog of the Week. How's oh, that yeah, the Dog of the Week, sure. Yeah, we dog have time. to. Uh, we'll talk about uh, Big Dog Ranch and Max. Max uh, is uh, at the ranch, and uh, he was rescued by owners who were moving and could not take me they could not take me with him mm. with them oh this is his story that i'm reading and i'm very happy and play and a playful boy and my most favorite thing is to play in the water so i would love to have a family with a pool oh excuse me <laughs> oh he's in good hands out of big dog ranch because boy do they have some oh, yeah. amenities out there for the dogs uh so he's a high energy 
um, level dog. And uh, as I said, he is a yellow Labrador. Um, he's a retriever yellow Labrador. And he's 77.6 pounds. And um, his name is Max. And that's a big dog. That, yep, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a big a dog. <laughs> and he's waiting uh, that big dog with a lot of love, a whole lot of love for a fur family. And uh, he's looking for you. Um, also, let me mention uh, Confessions of a Recovering Car Dealer. And uh, if you go to Earl's book or go to um, Amazon, you can uh, purchase the book for $19.99. And all proceeds go to Big Dog Ranch. That's all proceeds go to Big Dog Ranch. And the book, um, it's been out for a long time, but it's something you want to put on your shelf and you can always refer to it. It's got so much information in it, and uh, it applies to yesterday and today. So uh, Big Dog Ranch Rescue, you can go to uh, www.bigdogranchrescue.org, and you can see Max in all the other dogs. See Max in all his glory. Yes. <laughs> in his natural habitat. Yeah. I'm looking, a at a, I'm looking at a picture of him, and... Uh, He's in the pool out there. Yeah, do we have a video? Video's coming. Oh, good. And we have a, sorry about that, we yeah. have a video coming up uh, from uh, Jonathan. Let it roll. Roll it. <laughs> <laughs> this is Max. Max is a seven-year-old yellow lab. Uh, he's a really wonderful dog. As you know, labs have great dispositions. He came to us as an owner surrender. His family had moved away, and he's now looking for a forever family. Uh, something interesting about Max is that, mo like most labs, he loves the water. He would make a great beach dog. Uh, he would love to run around someone with a backyard. Probably someone that could, um, you know, have enough room to handle. Uh, that's it. Good boy. Uh, a yellow lab that could run around. He's great with simple commands. Can you sit, Max? He's sitting Max. already. Sit. Good boy. Good boy. <laughs> Yeah, he's very loving and he's just an absolute gem and we really hope that we can find him a forever home. And you can see he's still very playful, seven years old. He still, you know, has got a little bit of puppy in him, but he really is an all-around family dog and would make a great that addition face. to anyone. I wish I was a dog. I know, you, you've said that since I was a little kid. That, Max's face, he's got a human face <laughs> and a smile. He's got that big he, old is he dog. All, I forgot, Nancy, you read this. Does he all golden retriever? retriever uh, he's a retriever, Labrador? yellow Labrador. Okay, yeah. He looks, he's just a classic dog. You got, for you guys listening in the car, in your car or something right now, uh, just don't close your eyes, but imagine, <laughs> imagine just uh, your classic yellow lab just sitting there with a big old smile yeah, and a the, pink the, tongue he, hanging he out. He looks like he might have a bit of golden retriever in him too. Well, that's what I thought, yeah. The, the yeah. tail. And his fur looks very it, soft. That, that's what yeah. I was going to say. Know. And he yeah. doesn't look like he's 77.6 pounds. Oh, he's, but he's that's a, all looks muscle like a lot packed of muscle. in there. That's yeah. a big yeah. dog. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did, um, and how old is, is Max? Uh, Max is seven uh, years old. Seven he's years seven old. years, eight months. You know what the nice thing is about a seven-year-old dog is? They're chill. They, they're not jumping all over your couch all the time. They'll get the zoomies once in a while, but they're not mm -hmm. going to be like, yeah. they're he not He doesn't like pain. cats. Yeah, they're sophisticated. They've they've accumulated seven year worth of wisdom, which is something like sixty years of uh, yeah. of human wisdom. So, if you're looking, uh, folks, if you're looking for a, a beautiful. Uh, 
Golden Retriever, Labrador. Uh, you, you can take a look at the video and just see how pretty Max is. And he has quite a personality. And how happy he is. That's and it. That he, rubs yeah, off, he's so happy. Know. And he's, he's like as if that he's maybe, you know, four years old. He's, uh, he's very... Uh, Energetic. Every yep. time you turn around, they were talking. They're trying to sell you a book on how to be happy. It's much easier. Don't buy the book. Just buy a dog. Yeah. You know, and uh, we'll give you a dog. The, the, the adoption fee is free for Max. Yeah, we and, do. And even if you don't get Max, uh, they're running a sale now at Big Dog Ranch, half price. That's right. Fifty percent off all dogs. Yeah, yeah. and we do pay uh, the uh, adoption fee, yeah. as Stu usually tells us every week he reminds me because it's so important um it can be expensive purchasing uh adopting a dog yeah and uh, also you can adopt and you can foster and remember the confessions of a recovering car dealer and the fact that it is 19.99 and all proceeds go to big dog ranch big dog ranch Thank you. <laughs> one, one little thing I'd like to remind everybody is that you can watch the show. Well, if you're not listening now, well, tell somebody. <laughs> Point is, if you didn't catch the show or if you want to go back and, um, and, and hear something again, um, we got this thing is on, on YouTube. Uh, we just search Earl on Cars, also on Facebook, Earl on Cars. And uh, so you can go back, but you can also share it with somebody. So it's, uh, you can send the video to someone who you might be yes, you know susceptible to falling in love with yeah, with, with Max. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a great suggestion. You know, just to share, you know, share the video. You never know. Um, I think that it's time uh, by the clock for us to go to the mystery shopping report. As I told everyone earlier, um, you're a big part of the mystery shopping report. We really, you know, love hearing from the audience, uh, whether it's uh, through uh, Rick or Stu or uh, myself, and uh, you can text us at 772-497-6530, and uh, you can, uh, you know, judge uh, or rate, uh, whatever way you want to put it, uh, Schumacher Volkswagen. Uh, Schumacher so Volkswagen <laughs> sits in judgment today. <laughs> so back to the uh, recovering car dealer. Before I get to the mystery shopping report, uh, for all you Elon Musk fans out there, Tesla fans, and uh, that the fan, fan club is gr growing and growing, uh, there's a new book out, and uh, it's uh, Elon Musk by Walter Isaacson, and uh, there's a cover. And the reason I'm, I'm showing you this uh, is I downloaded the book audio uh, a couple days ago, and about halfway through it. Uh, it is really an amazing book. Walter Isaacson has done a lot of great biographies. If you've read, you know, he did Steve Jobs. Uh, you know, he's done, you know, he goes all the way back to Benjamin Franklin. He does uh, Jeff Bezos. And uh, uh, this is just a great, uh, accurate biography. And he it took him two and a half years to do this, spoke to just about everybody uh, that was influential in, in uh Elon Musk life and uh, if you think you know Elon Musk when you get into this book it's really really interesting I mean I, I, I'm one of these uh, people that I, I buy five books and I read one or I read 10% of one I'm going to read this whole book because I can't put it down it is really a great book okay mystery shop of Schumacher at Volkswagen and uh, they're in North Palm Beach um, I'm going to speak in the first person if I were 
Agent Lightning, our all-star mystery shopper. The morning sun was blazing at 11.20 a.m. when I walked into Schumacher Volkswagen showroom. It was unusually quiet. I spent a few minutes soaking in the ambiance, but not spotting anyone, I decided to check out the cars outside. Just five minutes in the sun, I felt like I had a mini sauna session and for you folks that are not in South Florida, and I guess it's hot everywhere, but man, let me tell you, it's hot down here in South Florida. And humid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, uh, I was relieved to be uh, back inside. On my return, a salesman, David, stepped out of his office. He was holding a large red bow, which I assume was for some lucky uh, buyer's car. That's a little trick just about all car dealers do. It's a... Uh, Giant bows. Yeah, giant red bows. Whoever whoever sells those is making a fortune. Um, Spotting me, uh, the salesman offered, hello there, has anyone attended to you yet? No, not yet. I've been scouting for the new Atlas Cross Sport SE. I tell you, the names are proliferating, and I'm way behind on that. No, it's like that. Everything's like that now. Names for stadiums, names for cars. Yeah. Anyway, this Atlas Cross Sport SE, uh, particularly interested in the tech package, I responded, hoping he'd guide me. He flashed an understanding smile just a moment. He said, let me put this bow aside, and I'll be right with you. David's desk was a hub of organized chaos. Papers here, computers there. Inviting chair for me, scrolled through a system and soon had the inventory details up. Good news. We have a variety of colors. Now, this is... You know, good news for you potential buyers, Volkswagen buyers. To walk into a car dealership today and have the salesman for the car you're looking for say, we have a variety of colors, that's very unusual. I'm not sure why that is, but here it is. (laughs) He's got blue, silver, white, and red. Fancy the blue one? It's quite the vibrant shade. So actually a selection of the car our mystery shopper went in for. Test drive was interesting. I noticed the Baroni label sitting with dignity on one of the back seats. There's expertise in writing. I love that. Uh, you're not supposed to take the Baroni label off. You regular listeners know that. It's federal law to keep it affixed to the window. And by law, the only the owner can remove the Baroni label. Well, uh, that's not the case at the Volkswagen dealership owned by Schumacher in North Palm Beach. They take them off and put them in the back seat. Um, there was a noticeable absence of an addendum label. That's good news. An indication of transparency, perhaps. When we returned, David, the salesperson's demeanor, shifted to business. Laying out a worksheet, he started to break down the cost. The listed MSRP was $44,946. That's about an average price car MSRP, which was already catching my eye. But then came the cascade of charges, initial discount of $1,825. Now, that makes you feel real good, doesn't it? $1,825 discount, and you don't even have to argue. It's it's all designed to get you. Um, After the discount, followed a $39 private tax agency fee. Let um, me do this. I'm going to pull this up. I'm the actual thing because I think somehow I edit like I dropped a sentence or two, so I don't have all the charges listed. Okay. So let me let me zoom in here on my actual on the actual okay. buyer's order. So yeah, they gave okay. They took a one thousand eight hundred and twenty five dollar discount um, off of um, MSRP. Yeah. 
And then they added, um, the first one was little. It was a little $39 private tag agency fee. All right. Uh, then they added, <laughs> this is what I, 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 I just I, laughed I, at. I have that. Bumper Dillo? B- Bumper Dillo. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bumper Dillo for three ninety nine. Bumper Dillo. It's like an armadillo. Uh, window tent uh, for $399. Uh, Sunshield, you have that for ninety nine ninety five. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, electronic filing agency fee for three seventy nine. Yeah, I got that. Okay, then a $995 uh, dealer dock fee. Uh, $999. Okay, yeah, that's what I, I must have accidentally deleted that last sentence. So so they added yeah, $995 uh, dock fee, dealer fee, and then 550 for the license tag and title. Okay, okay. And yeah, so I didn't total it all up, but it's six, uh, wait, 400, it's 800, um, 1700, about eighteen hundred dollars in um in about the amount fees, of the discount. The, the, the discount. <laughs> Erase the discount. Yeah, Just you feel good about the discount, then I sneak it back in on you on BS. Oh my gosh. Running some quick math, David concluded that the total out the door price would be approximately forty nine thousand two hundred and seven dollars. Of course, that's five thousand dollars over MSRP, but that includes the tax and tag. To be fair, but uh, that's only about five or six hundred dollars. Harvey hinted that the finance department might tweak this a bit. That, that's unusual. I wonder, wonder uh, do you recall what uh, Agent Lightning actually said about that? Why would, why would a salesman do it? Uh, you would think that he would not allude to that. But uh, in this case here, he must have said something. I'm going back to the original field notes. I'm going back to the original field notes. He says... Um, oh, a little okay. Let's change a little bit. Once you go to finance, I thank him for his time. So I have to leave my husband. Oh, it's uh, I'll, we'll have to ask her um, directly about that. Anyway, um, it's true. If you go into a finance department, uh, two things are going to happen they're going to try to sell or sneak onto your contract, uh, unwanted, uh, they call them products like gap insurance and maintenance and, and uh, extended service contracts and you name it they've got it in the finance department and they slip it in sometimes without even telling you and sometimes right. they uh, mislead you into buying right. it so so david wasn't um, being dishonest they might tweak it but yeah. not in your favor yeah that, that's uh, yeah i mean uh, it's just it's unusual that we have a little wiggle room but we're gonna yeah. wiggle a little bit higher on that price yeah I thank David for that for his efforts and began to rise from my seat. I appreciate your help. I said, stretching out my hand. My husband's currently in a meeting, but I'll discuss everything with him once he's available this afternoon. Uh-oh. David's eyes held a glint of hope. Would you mind waiting just a, a moment? Our sales manager would love to meet you before you go. Now, that's the rule. And, uh, you know, actually, it's, it's not a bad rule. Uh, you know, if, if, if you do meet a manager... You can use that introduction to clear up some things that the salesperson may have left off or may have uh, exaggerated or may have just uh, told you an untruth about. Uh, so, But that's not the reason the, the dealers do it. The dealers do it because it's a second shot at trying to close you. You had to, The first close was a salesman, and the second close is the sales manager. And that could go back and forth, back and forth. You uh, regulars out there know what I'm talking about. Uh, curiosity peaked, I agreed, and settled back into the cubicle's chair. After what felt like a few minutes of leafing through a brochure, 
I decide to make my way out the exit. This happens often. Agent Lightning tries to slip out the door. However, as I approached the door, David intercepted me, flanked <laughs> by a tall man in a crispy iron shirt. Now, that's that's kind of like the Schumacher image. Yeah. And the Schumacher image, I would say, the Schumacher dealerships are probably among the best-dressed salespeople and managers. And that goes all the way back to Dick Schumacher, which is which is Chuck Schumacher's, was Chuck Schumacher's yeah. father. It was required to wear suits for a while, and then it became white shirts and, and yeah. ties. Yeah, but they were impeccably dressed. I mean, cufflinks and, I mean, really, really good-looking uh, outfits. Very dated approach, though, yeah. I think, these days. Crisply ironed shirt. I like crisply ironed. It's true. Ah, there you are, Dave explained. Oops. <laughs> he caught you. <laughs> I, I, I noted the relief in his voice. A man with him extended a confident hand. Hi, I'm Terry. Terry and David. These are the kind of names you'd expect in a Schumacher dealership. I wonder if that was Terry Chapin. <laughs> <laughs> he introduced himself, a warm smile playing on his lips. Thank you for visiting us today. I was hoping to catch you before you left. Is there anything I could do to help you make a decision right now? Tilting my head slightly, I replied, I truly need to discuss it with my husband first. He's tied up in a meeting at the moment. Terry, not one to give up easily, probed, could you possibly try giving him a quick call? It could be worth it. It's always interesting to me when I read these Mr. Shopping reports, when you really get a uh, dedicated, compulsive type of managers, they will not only recommend calling you, they'll even go, I'll drive uh, you to his house. His I'll, work. I will find him. Uh, you don't know where he is? We can we'll help you find we'll him. We'll crash the meeting yeah. together. <laughs> By the way, when you read that, you you, you have a good way. Re- you, you're sound, if, if somebody said that to me, like in your voice, I would I would call my husband. <laughs> it was very compelling. Uh, shaking my head, I replied, no, he's occupied until late this afternoon, but I will mention that I was hoping to get the out-the-door price I guess the outdoor price would be closer to MSRP. I'm also not thrilled about those add-ons for the sun shield and the window tent. Terry's eyebrows and the bumper dillo, bumper dillo. <laughs> which, bumper by dillo. the way, it, it we didn't read that it was. It's a piece Potter. of tape that they apply to the door edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bumper dillo. I saw it on the one of the uh, attachments. Terry's eyebrows rose slightly. How about this? If I can offer an additional two thousand dollars off, bam. <laughs> So there's two lessons to be learned here. First of all, you don't want to go in the dealership and have to play the game. But if you are going in the dealership, you absolutely have to play the game hard because when that manager comes out, bam, that's where the discounts happen. And then if the manager doesn't give you a good enough discount the first time, then you got to go the second time. And it's exhausting, and it's mentally and physically. The the goal in that question when Terry says, how about this? If I could offer an additional two thousand dollars off, he'd seal the deal. Yeah. He doesn't really care if she says yes or no. She, he wants to get a number from her. She goes, "Well, make it four thousand. We can talk." Yeah. Okay. Then he says, yeah. "So if I take four thousand dollars off, will you buy it today?" Well, that's. It's I learned cl- that from Terry. It's Chapin. classy. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's, it's like a, like they, like they bought and sold horses two hundred years ago. That's what it is. The automobile business in classic form, right here. Uh, chuckling, I replied, it's a tempting offer, but I really must discuss it with my husband first. Thanks for understanding. I began to turn away when David, his face a tad red, hurried over to me. Ma'am, I'm so sorry, he stammered, extending my driver's license to me. <laughs> I almost forgot to return this. Please do take it. Now, we, we don't know, 
I mean, at a Schumacher dealership, this would not be obvious, but because it is a Schumacher dealership, it could be subtle, meaning that as long as you have that driver's license, you know they're not going to get away. In other words, Agent Lightning was sauntering toward the car, supposing he wasn't looking. Uh, I think that having the driver's license in your shirt pocket enhances the possibility that you'll say, oops, yeah. I don't have my driver's license. I better go back. And that, that way you can't sneak out as readily. Now, maybe I'm being cynical. Maybe that was truly an accident. But I just suggest uh, it would not be something that Schumacher would uh, openly do. But subtly do, I don't know. Um, I took a deep breath, accepting the license with a nod. Thank you, David. I'll be in touch. And there we have another uh, Mr. Shopping report uh, from Schumacher Volkswagen, North Palm Beach, Florida. And that's a, that's a rough, tough area of town for uh, of, of the state. The whole South Florida is rough, tough. So uh, the Maroni label is in the back seat. Uh, I can't see any uh, you know, terribly bad abnormal treatment, but I don't want to prejudice you voters out there. Yeah. Come up with your votes and see what you think. Yeah. You can do that at 772-497-6530. You can vote for the Mystery Shopping Report. And Mystery Shop was from Schumacher Volkswagen. All right. Uh, Jonathan and Del Rey. No Monroney sticker? Schumacher Volkswagen gets an automatic F from me. That's a definite sign that there are shenanigans going on. Uh, since this is Volkswagen, I'll say that they're Farfignugen. <laughs> F. I give them an F for Farfignugen, if you remember that old marketing campaign from from Volkswagen. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to argue with you, Jonathan. Um, there can be shenanigans, but sometimes I think it's... Um, <clears throat> Just out of ignorance, I think that like sometimes they clean up a car, the detail department pulls it off. Yeah, I, it's just we see it happening not, too it's, often. Yeah, it's not premeditated. No. It's it's kind of like turn signals. You know, yeah. it's the law. You're supposed to put on the turn signal, but like what five percent of them do it now. Yeah. So but it, um, says, it says something about our system, our federal system, that has a federal law that everybody knows about. Certainly, if you listen to this show, yeah, and nobody pays any attention <clears> to. It. Down in the South, we don't care what the feds say. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, this is from Mark. Mark says, too many BS fees, grade is a D. Um, those are the only two I have in. I was thinking about this last night, how I would grade it. And like, like you just said, wow, there's not, there's not a lot of like, things that stand out. It seems to be kind of typical. But you know, you know, with all this, the focus, like with the, these proposed FTC rules and the Napleton, um, you know, fine, and the, the focus on junk fees and the dealer installed options, I, I don't know if we should be giving it such an automatic slide. You know, if it's, if, especially if it does turn out in the next couple of years that there is some enforcement, you know, if things actually did change. I, I, I think what did it for me was bumper dillo. I mean, this guy, somebody, somebody is actually charging $399 for something called bumper dillo it's so absurd you know it's just it's, it's, it's clear plastic tape yeah i it's what everybody's doing well i i sorry i'm i'm, I'm feeling more like nancy you just, now. Feel, you, you just think bumper dillo is a silly name i but. think it's insulting <laughs> it's 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 like 
I was thinking about the, you know when they're adding the things on and, and they're cu- when they make the decisions. Yeah. To if, put it, it on there. If, if it was a clever name like Simonize, because I think that's very clever. A lot of older people remember Simonize, and you and we, we had a mystery shop the other day that had Simonize. It actually then. called it Simonize. Yeah. Called I was Simonize. thinking it's prime for a comeback. Yeah. It should be. I, I can't give them that. Uh, by the way, we have another text. Uh, a C minus, slightly below average for the area. That's someone grading on the curve. I'm hitting them with a D. Coming in with a D. Well, I've got Negan one says I say C. I'm hard to impress after all the games I've listened to the dealers pull on this show. And over here we have Tom Steckel, grade D minus. If they use a private tag agency to handle the details. Why do they need all the other processing fees? Total deception. Mark Smith, too much deception for their add-ons. D minus. Tim Gilliland, she said her husband was in a meeting. Honor that. C minus. Joseph Kelleher, too much deception. F. Brian Sedlatko, old style sales tactics. C. Rocky Blockateel, I'll give a C for the crisp shirt. Johnny Z. Friendly, D minus, same old wives' tales tricks. And Mark Smith says, agreed, Johnny Z. Uh, for myself, I'm, I I can't get past the bumper diller. Uh, that's yeah, so it's obscene. I I I call it a D because especially four hundred dollars for basically it's just clear plastic tape. That in about two years, it's all going to peel off, or the Florida sun is going to turn it into little cracked pieces that you can't get off, and it's going to look horrible. uh, Florida's tough on stuff like that. So I I say a D for me. D minus just popped in, just to to Um, see you know. Rick, what would you uh, say that would cost on Amazon? That tape should be... 40 bucks for the whole set. I already knew the answer, but I just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> what did you find? <laughs> what you said. For, wow, that was just a guess on my part. <laughs> and, and figure maybe it'll, it, it would take about 20, 30 minutes to install that. It's very, it's associated with Volkswagen, not just. Definitely. Yeah, not that, just uh, Schumacher. I, I was going to express uh, the fact uh, before I. <clears throat> grade this uh, Schumacher Volkswagen uh, that that's exactly what they go with Stu and that is the uh, Volkswagen Bumperdillo it uh, saves you from the protects you from the hustle and the bustle right. and uh, they want to be there for you it for $400 has, it, has a, it has a Volkswagen parts number <laughs> I'm not kidding I'm, lo- I'm looking at it uh, well folks you know maybe you already know how I'm going to vote I don't know I wasn't impressed by uh, David's uh, crispy iron shirt. Um, I'm there to purchase a vehicle, and this is definitely old school. Monroney label, the lack of it, uh, so many fees. It uh, it just doesn't reflect uh, the Schumacher family way. And uh, for that, uh, and David, why did David have to wait so long uh, to come out and to introduce himself uh, to the customer, I think that should have done. He was he was tying that big bow into a beautiful into a beautiful big beautiful yeah, bow. Well, <laughs> I can tell him what to do with his bow, uh, but at any rate, um, they get an F from me. Mm. Boy, I tell you what, yeah, strong. There must be something in the air. I'm, I I rarely strong. go higher than everybody, but I'm gonna give him a C plus. Uh, I uh, 
I, if, if someone said to me, where would, where would I buy a, a vehicle in Palm Beach County, Schumacher would be right up there on the list. I mean, uh, I, I, you know, people do ask me about that. I say, well, you, you go to Schumacher, just be careful. And uh, you have to be careful at Schumacher, but uh, I'm glad I'm glad to hear you say that because uh, mm-hmm. you know I would just not expect that from uh, Schumacher or well, anyone to say to me, "Hey, listen, you better be really careful when you go into Schumacher." I would hear that from Mapleton or got, Rigo. You got yeah, you got people like Rigo. Even worse, you got people like Mapleton. Uh, you got people like uh, uh, Beth Smith Toyota or Beth Smith Kia. Uh, you know, you know, we we see we see some horrible storms out there. So, uh, uh, the average South Florida story, you have to remember, is bad. That's yeah. a C. So you're basing uh, you're basing your grade on that uh, uh, I'm a, a, opinion. Uh, you know, the curve, with complacency. You know, the, cur- the curve, yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of funny. They they wound up um, basically selling the car for MSRP. But they had the little the dog and pony show in between. Yeah, yeah. If you shopped that and said, "Don't I don't want to? I don't even want to know how the sausage is made. Just give me the, yeah. the out the door price." Yeah, it, it, I, it would get a better grade for me. Yeah, when a, when a dealership will come down, uh, that's that's good. But the fact that they require the the dog and pony show to come down, what happens? The the real the real uh, sin in the whole game is. The excuse the male chauvinist comment. The little old lady comes in to buy a car, and uh, and and the little old lady is, is real because people, women that are that, that were born in the 40s and 50s, uh, grew up in a different culture with a man making all the decisions, and so their husband passes away, and an 80 year old widow or an 85 year old widow goes into a car dealership. She doesn't know how to play the dog and pony show, and so she pays thousands of dollars over sticker. That's a real sin. Uh, but the average person that knows to play the game can go into a Schumacher store and get a, you know, right. Well, for the little old lady, let me make a correction here. Uh, for some of them, uh, I agree with you and uh, how they walked behind the man or wherever they walked and uh, he was fully in charge and then there are the women from the 40s and 50s like me who walked in front of the man and if he didn't get out of my way i knocked him down so <laughs> i could go into a dealership somebody and that's the size nancy He's a- <laughs> I could go into a dealership and uh, I could definitely, uh, my negotiating skills have definitely been sharpened Mm -hmm. through the years. Mm -hmm. And uh, I use that term loosely, sharpened. (laughs) Okay, Uh, what do we, what else do we have, uh, Mr. Car Dealer? You want to go, uh, we got a couple minutes to. You don't have uh, anything. We'll just have to have dead air. I've I've got (laughs) one No, I think you should share the fact that uh, Tesla uh, was coming out with all of those p- parts and how they were, you know, just putting everything together and would be almost sitting on another yeah, that's uh, a, battery that, kind that's of a thing. That's I'm an interesting story. He doesn't have any shortage. I hate to do too much Tesla stuff, but uh, there's another major breakthrough that Tesla came up, came up with Automotive News. They have, uh, de- they have a machine um, that they have designed that can make one piece of the undercarriage of their electric vehicles uh, that will condense into one piece over 400 parts that would otherwise have to be bought elsewhere. Wow. And so when they build a Tesla, 
they are going to consolidate. It's like a big cookie with a, cutter. With, yeah, with a, this is a, a copy of the press that they're making. And this is just an example of the Elon Musk genius uh, that will also reduce the price of the vehicle tremendously. It will speed up the uh, cost of uh, the time of production. And uh, another amazing breakthrough for Tesla. So that's that's what, that's what we use to, to fill in the extra time. Yeah, and now we that's a great go. story. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this morning. We love your company. You make the show. Have a wonderful weekend. And uh, don't forget about Big Dog Ranch. You can go to www.bigdogranch.org, and you can take a look at all the dogs there and consider adopting or uh, fostering. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll be right back here next week, 8 a.m. Saturday morning. Thank you.